0: Okay, so welcome to episode seven of Unpacked with Joe. I'm joined by Jack, who has come on the podcast to talk about grief and loss and how this has affected him sort of going into adult life. So welcome, Jack. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for having me. No problem. Um, what made you, obviously, we've spoken about it privately and things like that, but what made you want to come on here and like what motivates you to be quite open about grief and loss? Um, I think it stemmed really from kind of when I was younger kind of
1: losing my mum and losing my grandparents who I lived with I kind of felt like when I was in school it was it was like knowledge you know or Jack's lost mum but I actually never really spoke to my friends or spoke to my family about kind of how I was feeling or how I was processing it um, you know like my brother doesn't really talk much about his emotions and kind of when I was living with my grandparents they didn't they didn't really like want to talk about it. Maybe it was their generation, I'm not sure. But um, I just felt like when I was a kid, um, I didn't I didn't get the opportunity to talk about it other than a few counselling sessions with school. But as I've got older and as I've kind of matured more, kind of, you know, gone into the workplace, I acknowledge who my actual friends are. You come to realise that a lot of people go through things themselves and they've gone through grief. And you kind of think, actually, when you hear other people talk about it, you can kind of connect with them on the same level Mm. Um, and I just found that when people open up to you and you feel comfortable opening up to them that actually is a massive weight off your shoulder when you just talk about how you feel no matter if you think it's silly no matter if you think you know you're talking all about yourself it's all about me that sort of thing actually just having someone who wants to listen and having the confidence to talk to somebody that you know who cares about you has just been such a massive relief and a pressure off my shoulders because I think sometimes people behave in certain ways and people, you know, people might not understand you. You know, I sometimes I can be really socially kind of awkward because of my anxiety and that, that has stemmed from, I think, you know, when I lost my mum and I lost confidence because I never did things that my friends did with their parents and it's just always continued kind of through my adulthood so far. And I think some people are like, oh, Jack was fine yesterday or Jack was fine on the weekend. Mm. And then they're like, oh, he's gone quiet. He doesn't want to come out. But that's just my coping mechanism, I think. But sometimes I want to talk. And the more I'm getting older, the more I do talk. But sometimes I am just a bit quiet, but that's okay. But hearing other people talk about their feelings and hearing other people's experiences about grief and how they've actually coped with it, actually has made me feel a lot better about it that I wasn't being silly or I wasn't thinking you know it's, it's all about me. Other people go through it and it actually makes you realise you know death is you know a part of life as we all know but hearing other people's stories is a comfort to me.
0: Yeah and how old were you when your mum passed? So I was 13 so I was just about to start
1: my GCSEs um, yeah. when she passed but as you probably know Joe um, I lived with my grandparents um yeah. just because I guess kind of being honest with you and you already know this, but like my mother was an alcoholic, so I had my grandparents uh, raise me and my brother. So Mm -hmm. we weren't sort of taken into care. So, you know, God's end, you know, so thankful (coughs) for that. Um, But yeah, I was uh, 13 when my mother passed away. Um, But as I was saying to you and, you know, all all of our friendship group kind of know this, um, you know, I always kind of seen, you know, my nine and tied, you know, nan and granddad or whatever you want to call them. But, like, they were my parents, and that's not to downplay, you know, that the loss of my mum kind of didn't affect me as much as them or anything. But I think, it, you know, your biological parents, you know, they are your biological parents, I guess, in the end. And yeah. and that's not to say, you know, you should, should feel bad or you shouldn't. But, you know, my mother was a part of my life, if, even if I didn't live with her or not, and it was still kind of, you know losing losing a parent you know it does affect you
0: yeah how do you um how do you feel like it affected you growing up then because you said that um obviously starting uh, well it happened around the age of 13 that's like going straight into your teenage years like how would you say life changed from that point when your mum did pass
1: i think i was forced to grow up quickly if i'm being completely honest with you joe i felt like not that I had a lot of childhood sort of, you know, experiences taken away from me, but I my perspective on life and my decision-making at that point was very different to kind of what my friends would do or what my friends would think, you know, just little things like that. And it, it just made me see like a completely different sort of view on the world and how things can just be taken away from me so quickly. And I think for me, one thing that kind of, really annoyed me as a kid you know you know we're teenagers and we can be stroppy when we we're at that age and i used to you know hear some of my friends or you know my cousin for example shouting and screaming at the parents and i used to get so wound up about it because i'd be like they could be gone in a minute you never know yeah. you know like little things like that used to bug me and you know i was really kind of like right you know i'm living with my grandparents you know they're of an age where you know they could you know potentially pass as well and i would only be left kind of with my brother and you know, my aunt, you know, they've got their own family going on. So I felt like I really had to grow up quickly and make those decisions, you know, go to university. That was always an aspiration of mine anyway. But, you know, I felt the pressure to get a job quickly, make sure I'm financially stable. And, you know, all those things when you're like 4, 13, 14, 15, that, you know, oh, it's fine. I'll just stay with the parents for a bit, you know, see how life goes. But I genuinely felt a lot of pressure to kind of make myself kind of you know get out there you've got to you've got to defend for yourself sort of thing now and you know I love my family to bits and I I always will but it's not fair to kind of you know rely on them when they've got their own family and they've lost somebody as well so I think just as a kid I just really had to grow up quickly and I had a really different outlook on life in comparison to my friends that age and I think that's why I have friends who are older than me you know I've got friends who are 10 plus years older and I think it's because I can connect with them because, you know, they're older, they've they've gone through those experiences. So when I went to university and, as you know, me and you, you know, we both went to Cardiff the same year. Yeah. You know, I was kind of known as the person who had friends who were old and that sort of thing. And I think it was just, you know, one of those things where I kind of just connected with them on a different level because of my experience of, you know, losing my mum and, you know, then losing my grandparents shortly after as well
0: so how shortly after was did you lose your grandparents for people that don't know
1: um so
0: i was in second year of
1: university so that would have been ooh, i don't know what's that now so 2008 um i'm just thinking oh god um it was about eight years after okay um yeah so about eight years after it was um, second year of university and i did um, that so that was, like I was saying to you before, not that any loss kind of trumps another or is more important, but, you know, me and you knew of each other much more. You know, we were closer back then, and yeah. that was probably the hardest time of my life. You know, I lived with my grandmother at that point, so when I used to go home, as we ordered to see parents and family, I'd go back to, you know, my grandmother's house, and, you know, I had my bedroom, it was me and her, and I just remember... um working in the, in the gym at Cardiff Uni and I just remember getting a call you know say nine's gone into hospital you know it's fine you know just a like a spasm in a stomach and I was like oh yeah no she'll be fine and then um I didn't I didn't drive home that night because I thought it's just a little something and then um yeah I, I just I sometimes it's a it's a real blur if I'm being completely honest I was just about to sit my exams and then I was told I had to go up so I went up to North Wales obviously four hours away and then I had an exam two days after and you know we had the news that it was going downhill so then I was like this can't be happening like you know I'm 20 years old I'm in university I'm in Cardiff if nine passes away then me and my brother are gonna have to sell our family home I'm 21 mm-hmm. like you know and I understand you know people of all ages and especially in their childhood and stuff you know they lose their parents much younger and I get that but it just felt really unfair and I just, I just didn't know how to cope. And obviously I suspended my exams for the, sem- um, that that summer to do them later on. Um, but to, like, it's, it's really hard to explain that is a real, real dark time for me. And, you know, I'm quite open about, you know, my mental health and wellbeing. And I, you know, I put my hand up and I, you know, I've never had suicidal thoughts and I, I still to this day haven't, but the, sort of feeling of like i can't really describe it it was just like i felt like i had no meaning if that makes sense you know going to uni that's mm. great massive accomplishment but who have i got to share that moment with you know i haven't got my parents i haven't got my grandparents those who all kind of you know cheered me on to go and it just kind of felt like well what's the point in all this and you know when you're stuck in a rut continuously thinking what is the point everything i'm doing what is the point you know and I'm so lucky I feel that you know I never felt suicidal because of those feelings and to cope with that I just I had the best friends around me you know though they really did support me I remember being in bed that summer 2016 you know down Cardiff Bay Mm. and I just remember I didn't leave that bed for six weeks like you know just to go to the toilet was such a big thing and you know, I understand it's frustrating, the people who love you, you know, they really want to kind of, you know, shake you out of it, get you moving, bit of fresh air, that sort of thing. But I just really couldn't move myself. It was a horrible place. But the one thing that, you know, kind of got me up and going was the fact my nine, I remember it so clearly, my nine in A&E, she said, you promised me now you'll finish a degree. And she was like, you will, you know, go on to do great things. And my nine was like my anchor and life. She was my best friend. She always will be. She knew me inside out, Um, you know, coming out to her as gay as well. I was like, oh, she's going to cope with this. But yeah. she was my rock and she was my support. So, you know, that one promise that she asked me to kind of do, that really kept me going. And even though I had those six weeks where I just had to, you know, grieve, I'm still grieving to this day because I, I i don't think gr- grieving is a process that comes to an end a lot of people say to themselves you know i've had that time now i'm going to move on and i do believe people can do that but you will always grieve them you'll always have those days where you know you really feel like you just want to see them you just want to you know some kind of well you just want you just want some acknowledgement from them to say you know you're doing well I don't know what it is that that is my one thing that keeps me going is that one promise that you know I will be okay and that's kind of what has always motivated me ever since you know keep going it's going to be okay even though I still to this day sometimes get those self-doubts and thinking you know like oh what's the point you know I'm trying for a promotion or I'm doing this or I bought my house great there's such big achievements I'm so proud of myself for doing that and you know a lot of a lot of people who go through these life experiences and you know people don't cope well in these situations you know and i'm just really thankful that somehow that you know i got that strength to keep going
0: you mentioned like being open and like on social media you're quite if you're if you are having a down day you'll um you'll sort of mention it which i think is like an amazing thing do you think that's helped you in terms of rather than bottling everything up and this like if there's like an anniversary of a death or something like that like sharing that grief if you like do you find that's helped you
1: yeah absolutely and I think you know go back eight years ago if we were to talk about this stuff on social media you'd have people saying oh look at this person moaning or oh, look at this person etc cetera, etc cetera. you know especially men talking about these things it's not it's it wasn't common but you know you have to talk about these things because look at the statistics with men who are committing suicide and women as well like you know a lot of these people who have committed suicide their family and friends around them didn't even know that they had these thoughts or that they were feeling really low and they felt hopelessness you know so even if you know posting one thing about how i'm feeling you know on instagram sharing those inspirational quotes some people yeah they might look and go oh that's cringe or whatever but some people just really need to see that oh, actually this person Jack he's put something that he's not feeling great today or he's put a quote up that's going to make me want to message him and see if he's okay like Joe several times you've messaged me like are you okay if i put something up and yeah. just little things like that okay yeah sometimes i won't reply straight away or but it just goes to show that you know people do care for you which is which is exactly what you need even if it's just some text on the screen asking if you're okay it just shows that people really do care about you but by no means do I, you know, care if anybody thinks of me any differently or says, oh, cringe, like, I don't care, you know, it's you need to spread the word if you're feeling no and It doesn't, like you said, it doesn't have to be necessarily, like, on social media. You know, I text you with a boy sometimes if I'm feeling really low.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, we have these little jokes, and you know me, Joe, I'm full of dark humour anyway. Like, <sighs> that's that's how I, that's another coping mechanism. That's how you yeah. cope, yeah. Yeah, I do cope, you know, I'm. I might make a joke about, like, you know my mum kind of leaving me but it's it's you know there's no harm in it it's just a little joke and that's how I deal with it because if you're always going to be serious about a problem then sometimes you just for me personally you just need to put a different spin on it and if it's making a little joke that's going to make you laugh or make your friends laugh then that's okay you know you don't have to be so serious all the time in life no definitely how
0: do you feel like grief has affected relationships and like um well yeah relationships in your adult life
1: Yeah, so I think relationships in terms of, uh, you know, like romantic relationships, for example, I think sometimes people can kind of confuse me sometimes being a bit off with them um, or kind of not opening up to them. Um, And I think that is generally because I have this fear, right? And I still have it to this day. I have this fear that if I get into a relationship with somebody, I always have this feeling that eventually they'll leave me and that is stemmed because losing you know my parents my grandparents the people I love the most have always not that they've left me by choice obviously but there's always a sense of loss so I've grown up to have this feeling that whatever relationship I get into that they're just going to eventually leave or something will happen because that's what I deserve or that's kind of you know that's what I'm I've been used to. So it's affected me in a few ways, but in particular, op- not necessarily opening up, but kind of opening up the opportunity to see a, a fully future with that person because it just scares me that you put so much time and effort into people and you know, it it could it, it, my sort of like personality or my feelings aside just thinks, oh no, this isn't gonna this isn't gonna last because you don't deserve it. But if I'm being honest, Joe, like it's taken me a long, long time from that. It's been nearly, it's been about eight years now that I'm finally, you know, I'm in a relationship now and I'm really happy and I don't I don't have this self-doubt anymore. I don't have this sort of, you know, these views or these thoughts that people are just going to close the door and not come back, kind of. What I always went through as a kid, people coming and people going. Yeah. And I think that's when I it kind of goes back to when i was telling you you know i had to grow up quickly i had to like defend i defend myself i had to have security and i think it's this it kind of it's kind of gone into my relationships and friendships a bit as well as long as i know that kind of i'm okay and it sounds really selfish to say but as long as i know that i'm okay and i could live and i could survive on my own then it gives me that comfort and i know you shouldn't necessarily see that because obviously in a relationship in particular, two of you together, you know, that makes, that makes life so much easier in terms of, you know, like, um, if you want to buy a house together, if you want this, but for some reason, as I was growing up, I just had to make sure that as long as I'm okay, then that's okay. But as I've got older, that those feelings have definitely started to wear off now. I'm not so kind of OCD about it. I'm not so aggy about it. That's not the one thing that I think about when, you know, if I was to go on a date or, you know, I don't think that at the moment um, in the relationship I'm with, I don't have those feelings, but it definitely did affect me growing up over the past, I'd probably say six, seven years. And it's taken a long time to kind of allow somebody to come into my life and not see them as a temporary sort of fix. You know, I, you know, you you can't live like that. Otherwise, you will just always live in this negative sort of mind. And that's really not healthy for you. But it 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 has taken a long time to accept people kind of into my life and seeing them as kind of a permanent feature.
0: So you mentioned like fear of abandonment. Yeah. You, do you now feel like you can fully open up with your partner? So you mentioned like letting people in a bit more. But do you feel like you can completely be open with them with your feelings and rather than uh on the back burner thinking are they going to leave me are you able to be a lot more sort of honest with your emotions in that respect
1: yeah absolutely and my partner at the moment um you know he's he's lost his father um and it's been in the nicest way it's been such a comfort knowing that i can talk to him about something that he understands and he's he gets and he's gone through um, you know I've never had a partner before who's kind of lost a parent or wanting to be so open and talking about it and um, that's what's really great um about my partner at the moment is that you know he is open about his own mental kind of well-being and his mental health and has been on the radio has been on the news and seeing your partner talk about it and how it's affected them like I said at the beginning of this podcast it's just kind of it's just made me think actually you're talking about it so why aren't I and I think it's such a good feeling when you know that you connect with somebody on such a level but also that they've gone through something that they understand as well and you know a lot of people will say oh I understand you know that they might have lost kind of you know somebody and grief is different to everyone I completely get that but when you lose a parent I think there's just something about that experience that if you've lost somebody, if you've lost a parent, sorry, then you can really understand the impact of that on your life. So being able to talk to a partner about that has been such a blessing and it's I'm completely honest about how I feel. Um and it it's just yeah, it's just a weight off my shoulders, really being able to talk to him about that.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. So you mentioned you well, so you were thirteen when your mum passed. What do you what do you remember about your mum? What stands out because obviously at such a young age and like you said earlier, your emotions are all over the place. But what's your your main memory of your mum? Yeah, so it,
1: it's a it's a difficult question really, but I think it's definitely one kind of that I've ex that I've explored with counselling before with a counsellor, and
0: yeah,
1: you know it's 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 really depressing. But obviously my mother was an alcoholic, so I didn't live with her and kind of i didn't have those memories that a lot of people have with their parents but i do remember this one particular day we were down in um, i don't know if you know its landed now yeah um, you know the beach in north wales and i remember we got on the like the arriva back in the day when before it was transport for wales we got an arriva bus and i remember my mom picked um, packed a picnic for us in like this woven basket and me and my brother were on the bus and then we were at the beach and it was such a lovely day and I just remember seeing my mom have like this really nice smile and me and my brother were kind of just running around and that is just one of the memories that I will always remember um just because of the nature of my mother you know she had depression and you know um she was an alcoholic she you know you would never really see much of a smile on her but that day before she spiraled was was such a lovely day it was a hot summer's day and I'll just always remember it and Luckily, my brother took a picture of me and my mother um, at the beach that day. So I've got that framed um, mm. in my house.
0: So you've got the nice memories of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But do you think your, your nan and granddad would say to you now, if they could see where like how far you've come personally? I think they'd be immensely proud
1: as they are of all my family, to be honest. Um, my family have gone through a lot of grief. You know, there's me, my brother, and my mother's sister, and, you know, we've, and my cousin, we've got a few cousins, but we're a relatively small family now. And, you know, we used, my grandparents have got loads of siblings and stuff, but just the nature of life, I guess, sometimes these things happen and, you know, death does come. But I think they'd be so proud of kind of how me and my brother now have formed a proper sort of relationship, um, you know it like since I came out as gay and stuff but that's another time but me and him are stronger than we've ever been before which is great um and I think they'd be really proud of that um and kind of you know putting ourselves first and making sure that we've kind of you know sought the help we needed to do I think they would just be immensely proud of us as would my mother.
0: How did um you mentioned you and your brother how did the the like death affect you and your brother's relationship, or is that not something that you?
1: No, that's absolutely that's kind of. um I think it was me and my brother are very different people and we're very different personality types. My brother at that time and still very much so now, but he's he, he's ten. It's getting better, but he wouldn't he wouldn't talk about it. He didn't he didn't want to mention her name and. I really struggled with that because he was the older brother and I really needed him to look up to me I, ne- I looked up to him to kind of being able to speak to him about that mm. um so yeah um it did it did affect us but like I was saying people people deal with it in different ways and I don't know I don't know if it's like a kind of I really I don't know I really can't explain kind of why we're all so different but yeah it it did affect us and you know we didn't we didn't talk much when I was in university and stuff and then after kind of you know mom's death in particular my brother went to college and I was at home with you know nine and tied and stuff but yeah it was a yeah it was a weird relationship but it as I've got older and as he's had a family and stuff like that we've we've become closer which is great but at the same time I wish we were just closer when when we were both going through that because we were the the children of you know my mother so we were going through those exact same feelings of grief and we should have been able to talk to each other but sometimes you know what it's like with siblings sometimes yeah. they can be your siblings but sometimes just different people and you know that's okay as well
0: and everything works out the way it should in the in the end exactly
1: yeah and kind of you know I'm i'm so grateful i still got my brother here to this day and you know he's he got two beautiful kids and a wife and you know that's that's the family growing if that makes sense which is lovely to see and you know my my brother supports me in every single way which is great and you know you don't you don't have to talk to your siblings every single day like when i go home it's like nothing's changed just like when you see a friend you haven't seen in ages nothing changes and that's okay that sometimes is just the nature of a relationship
0: so thank you very much for coming on obviously we've been friends for eight years and i've known um a lot of like the backstory to things but um, i'm very proud of you opening up and being so positive about the future and hopefully inspiring people to talk when they go into this so thank you very much thanks joe really appreciate it I appreciate it and obviously appreciate our friendship
1: a lot too No worries. Love you lots. Thank you very much. Love you too. Thanks for having me. Bye.